scripture, but I'm hoping they'll they'll continue as well. Um, it's t- tonight I have the pleasure of welcoming Cara Holte. Come step all the way up so people can see you. (laughs) Hello, hello, hello. He wound me up, but this is down. Let me get it. I could get the music stand. Oh, look at this. Ah! (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Todd. Hello. Good to see you. Thanks for having me. Oh, I didn't have, my watch is broken. It was saying 8 o'clock all the time. So you have to tell me when it's about 10 minutes. <laughs> um, my name's Cara Holthy. I'm an assistant principal at Dublin High School. Yeah. Hey, yay! <laughs> um, this is a question that I always had. In your job, are you where you're supposed to be? I've often asked this question. I've struggled with it. I thought I knew where God must want me, where I had to be in order to be pleasing to him, or at least sure I wasn't where I was supposed to be. Does this sound familiar? It sounds a little bit like doubt to me. Uh, Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will direct your path. As a little girl, I loved the Lord with all my heart. I thought I was going to be a missionary to Africa. Why Africa? I don't know. (laughs) It was Africa. In college, I was anxious to get going. Uh, Why waste my time in college when I should be out there in the mission field? I was drawn, however, to teaching in college. I left my little um, Norwegian Lutheran college, St. Olaf, and went to um, University of Minnesota. Loved the diversity there. Became an elementary teacher and got a job down in Brownsville, Texas, the last city down there, be on the Mexican border, and taught for four years, sixth grade, uh, 98% Hispanic community, and... um, my heart was just drawn, and I interceded for those folks. Lots of great stories in that. Had my first child down there, went to Virginia Beach, was there a couple of years, worked in an emergency room. Um, so my second child was born there, went to a small town in Minnesota. 640 people, but I found seven spirit-filled women. <laughs> so we had a great time in that tiny town. Um, Lived in the Twin Cities for a while. Thought, you know, I need to be in 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 the church. Uh, so I went to seminary, and I took a year-long Greek course in a summer, and but then moved out. The Lord had other ideas. Lord, I brought me out to California, and that was about 16 years ago. I've been now in the Tri Valley for 11 years. All those years with Dublin schools, I've been a principal of an elementary school assistant principal of a middle school, and now an assistant principal at the high school. Was God with me during all those years? Absolutely. Truly, it was about the connections with the people and the love for those places and the people that lived there that really was God's work in me and through me. 
Now I know that I can bring glory to God in my job, and I can bring God's glory to the people in my job. I am an assistant principal, as I said, at a high school in the Tri-Valley, where I've lived and worked for the last 11 years. Uh, every move through my life has been orchestrated. You know, as you look back, then you see the orchestration. And it's a wonder. It really is. I find it interesting that I've known now some of my high school students since they were in kindergarten, since I've been in this district this long, and have followed along from different schools, different sides of town. Parents know me. They feel comfortable with me. Parents that I've known way back from 2003, 2004. God has clearly um, called me to this area and to this generation. Could I have planned any of it? No. No. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not in your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he will direct your paths. This is something to trust upon. He will direct your paths. Know that he is directing your path. It's funny how we see things backwards better than we do going forwards. The other question I've had recently is how can I be at peace in my work? God often seems to put us in situations that call on more energy, wisdom, and knowledge than we possess ourselves. Now that's a clue. <laughs> Where do you think he wants us to go? Upon whom do you think he wants us to trust? That song, my hope is built on nothing less than Jesus and his righteousness. I dare not trust the sweetest frame, but wholly lean on Jesus' name. On Christ the solid rock I stand, all other ground is sinking sand. All other ground is sinking sand. I listened to Chris Vallotton's message that Tom preached on back in August when it was released by Bethel. I actually listened to it over and over and over again because the message of being present really grabbed me. When Chris said that God told him he had many encounters planned for him each day that he missed because he was not present, I understood what he was talking about, and I wanted to change. Of course, I did the smart thing and repented about feeling guilty over worrying about the past, repented about worrying and being anxious about things about the future and asked him to change me instead of me trying to fix it. Huh. <laughs> oh. oh, that verse comes to mind. Um, well, I realize from experience that God, and I know you have seen this too, that in every experience and situation that you come upon, God is right there to meet you and right there to answer what the person needs in front of you. If I were to think about that for tomorrow or next week, however, that's lost to me. That's why we get anxious. It's because we can't see what we think we need to figure out in our mind to fix that. It's not for us to fix it's for us to live here, trust in the Lord with all our heart, enjoy him now, be free, be free from worry and anxiety, 
And then when Monday comes, in a situation that I can't predict anyway, when Monday comes and that situation is in front of me, I know God is there to meet me, to meet them, to meet the situation. That verse comes to mind about not planning what you're going to say. That, that is helpful. So I thank God for the situations when they come. I thank God for the situations that I know are kind of out there and are going to come. But I know that I don't have to worry about it until I get there, and then there's no worry because God's there. What a relief. What a relief. What a platform for watching God's faithfulness and providing grace, favor, answers, strength, wisdom, and love. What a way to live. The byproduct was more energy because I didn't have the energy going out of me by being anxious for the future. I had more confidence in God and freedom to enjoy the day. Ha! <laughs> I had freedom to enjoy myself. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. I've also started to thank God for the, his wisdom that I can count on. I was in an administrative team meeting, and they had a problem that one brought to the table. And they said, Cara, what do you think? But I looked at it, and, and an answer came to mind from the Lord. And I said, that's brilliant. <laughs> like, mm, thanks. I also was to speak to 23, uh, our freshman classes, 23 classes, and I wanted to give a 10-minute talk to each one of them. I'll be their administrator until they graduate. And God quickly just saw, um, showed me four points to go over. It was so simple, but it's, it's been so good. It's been so good for them. I'm so much more aware of God's presence inside me and within me, around me. I can see now more and more of his presence fanning out from me. I see laughter more often around me. See people who were having difficult times, my... Um, that just laughter erupts, and I know laughter is healing. I was with uh, um, our head counselor, and she's been very stoic for so long, and, and I just noticed that she laughs around me. And then she saw me the other day. She said, you always look so mischievous. <laughs> I think that's... Other, other times there's been laughter. Our, there was a, a tension in our administrative team. And there are hurt feelings between two close colleagues who have worked together for 10 years. And it's been difficult for them. And I've seen that. I've been praying for them. But I was in one of the offices, and we were laughing, laughing. And the other one came in, and she said, I heard the laughter, and I just needed to join you. And it was so good to laugh. So there's healing and laughter in God's presence. I also see his presence through, besides the joy and laughter, I see tears of release in students when I talk to them. I, I witness amazing conversations with students, between students, between parents and students. I see reunions of runaways with parents, revelation of drugs and alcohol, or self-injury, or depression that's so deep that a student wants to end it. Those things are brought up and uncovered 
remember last year, I think I prayed with Russ, and I just felt like things needed to be opened up in with drugs. And in the next two or three days, I think we had 10 that we uncovered, 10 situations. And <laughs> they said, how did that happen, my colleagues? <laughs> this uh, last week, I was just walking uh, in the lunch area, and a couple freshmen had their backpacks opened, and something just, I just went over there, and they zipped them back up, and I said, what's in there? Oh, we're just sharing the vocabulary cards. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I may have been born yesterday, but I was born early and stayed up late, <laughs> so I said, oh, what you got in there? Really, try again. <laughs> And the one show, the other, the vocabulary cards, I said, no, dude, I, I took that test already. <laughs> it's like, so I said, what do you have? And he said, well, I've been making sock monkeys. And I said, let me see. And he, I looked in his backpack, and there was a sock with obviously a box inside. I said, what's in the sock? He said, no, ma'am. I said, come with me. He said, no, ma'am. I called. Of course, there were, were drugs in there, but... God is so faithful. It's not catching the evil. It's bringing it to the light. And then praying for restoration, praying for communication with parents, and for this to end. In Jesus' name. Mm. Um, I've been listening to Mark Verkler lately, and uh, I don't know if you know him with Communion with God. It's, he's been amazing in my life as far as how to listen for God. Just settling yourself down, focusing on Jesus, tuning to his flow, and writing it down. Anyways, he just, in a tape I was listening to, or a, a CD, he said, Have you tried pessim pessimism? How does that feel? <laughs> you know, why, don't you, why about faith? What about faith? And faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the rhema word of God, just listening. And the faith that brings up that I know God's going to meet me at work, that I know God's working through me at work, that I know God's touching people at work is so encouraging. So this freedom that I have through God just allows me to be light on my feet, to enjoy him, to enjoy people, to have hope, to have faith, to know that God's working in and through me. I read this out of God Calling. Power is just God in action. Therefore, whenever a servant of mine, however weak she may humanly be, allows God to work through her, then all she does is powerful. I'll leave you with that. Thank you. Would you, would you pray for us? Thank you. I'd like to, I'd like to bless you and pray for you. Jesus, I thank you that you have been with all of us since day one and before day one, counted here. And you have a plan and a purpose and a vision for us, but you are a powerful God that has been orchestrating our lives and is orchestrating our lives right now, that we are in the place that you have set us, and we thank you and we appreciate that, and we go out knowing that your presence is with us and your favor surrounds us with a sh like a shield, and your grace and your presence work through us. You're powerful, and when we humbly submit to you and say it's you God you work through us 
your hands come out of our hands, your feet out of our feet, your words out of our mouth, your love out of our heart. And we bless the people we work with, the people we work for, the people we, we serve in our work. We bless them. And we thank you, God, that you will take the work of our hands and make it fruitful. We are the branches, but you are the vine. This fruit is coming out because of our attachment with you. And I thank you. And I bless every person here that I, I bind any doubt or fear that they're not in the right place. And I give you um, openings to just bless them. Make your face shine upon them. Give them peace. <laughs> and let them enjoy the work day by day without fear, anxiety, but instead faith, hope, and love. In Jesus' name, amen. So um, I'd like to, if you could stay here from down, I'd like everyone who, um, who works in schools, whether you're a counselor, whether you work in the cafeteria, I'd, we just want to pray for, for that, that mountain. Okay, just come, come right up here, please. <laughs> okay, and I, go ahead and turn around, because all y'all are going to pray for them, right? Turn around. There we go. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna pray together. Wow, thank the Holy Spirit is falling right now. Wow. Wow. Lord, we, we ask for your anointing to increase on each one. That your anointing for your good purposes for this, gener this the generation that is in school right now. Wow. Wow. That the spirits of the children and the young people would be touched just by being around each one standing up here. And that your love and your spirit would flow through each one and touch many and their lives would be permanently changed because your your spirit and your word go forth and they accomplish what you desire we call we call the the ones that feel like orphans into sonship and daughtership and i, I ask for the anointing of wisdom and understanding of what your answers are like kara was sharing what your answers are in each situation to be present with each one and see what you're doing. Ha. 